Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Olympus. I am Hercules Invictus. My Olympian mission is to promote lifelong personal development, human empowerment, out-of-the-box thinking, creative self-expression, and a dedication to one's unique talents to community service. All of my labors in this lifetime celebrate the hero's journey in myth, legend, spirituality, popular culture, and in daily life. I firmly believe that the human spirit is essentially heroic and always seeking ways to express its innate nobility and greatness, and that a life fully lived, dedicated to actualizing the highest we can conceive, is the noblest expression of human existence. Tonight, I'm greatly honored to bring you the first independent episode of Alumni in Recovery, and uh, we have Nancy and uh, Kathy here. I'm going to uh, greet them, and then it's their show. Greetings and welcome. How are you? I'm doing Hi, well. Hercules. I'm doing well, Hercules. Thank you. Um, How are you? I'm doing great. Um, okay, this is your show. If you need me, I'm here. Uh, if you don't need me, I'm still here. <laughs> but uh, I'll be uh, engineering and listening and learning. Well, that sounds fantastic. It's uh, good to have you here with us. I mean... I mean, we're just going to basically talk about um, recovery and why we feel it's important to talk about it openly. And uh, so this is Nancy, and um, I'm here. I'm Nancy LeBeau. I am here with Kathy. Kathy, say something, please. Hi, guys. This is Kathy O'Leary. I'm here. This is exciting. It is really exciting. I know, I know. I mean, so, okay, all you listeners, I mean, I hope uh, I hope that we actually create something, Kathy, like over, you know, we'll do this once a month, the last Friday of the month, and uh, through doing this, more people hopefully will want to listen, maybe tell their friends, because... You know, um, I mean, I'm 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 in long-term recovery from alcohol and drug addiction, and um, I know that you are too, Kathy. I mean, I'm, I'm like I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the audience, but now I'm talking to you, Kathy. Hey, hey, okay. girlfriend, what's going on? <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> I totally, I yeah, I think this is a, a new opportunity for us. It's something that um, um, hopefully has been uh, a gift in this area because it's something we've never done before. But it's also a great um, avenue to get the word out, get the message out, and to uh, share about um, uh, recovery and sobriety and alumni in recovery, uh, pretty much everything. I think this is just a really great avenue for us to – I mean, we're kind of winging it tonight because we're new to this, but I think that um, 
you know, being that it will be a scheduled thing now, we're going to really get a better handle on, too, maybe, you know, having speakers and guest people uh, come on and talk with us and, and really kind of just, you know, spread the word. Right. Right. I mean, so, you know what's really cool? Uh, Kathy, I mean, you and I um, met like um, a year and a half ago. Um, yes. You know, I, I started this organization, Alumni in Recovery, um, about five and a half years, I mean, six years ago. And then uh, we were, there was an article written about me, right? And uh, yes. that was in just mm-hmm. a local paper, you know, like the Suburbanite, it's like these local papers in New Jersey. Um, we live in Bergen County. And, um, and, you know, let's see, like, I'm, you know, I'm a woman, I've been, I've been sober for over 30 years. And, uh, you know, in, in sobriety, for anybody that doesn't um, know really recovery, we actually, we actually keep track of our time we've been sober. Right. And it's, um, <laughs> it's something we, we celebrate, you know, um, and it's not a bad thing at all. It's great that, you know, that I, it's not like I, some people, correct me up, some people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, people do that sorry. a lot to me. They do. I know. <laughs> It's weird, but you're like, don't, don't be sorry. This is okay. This is good. I'm happy. You know, I, I'm, I'm not missing it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I mean, I might have yeah. picked up my sugar habit a little more, but I'm not missing, no doubt. you know, drinking or, <laughs> or doing drugs. Because, honestly, I can be, I can get high on life. You know, I really can. I, I'm very, and you can, too. But, all right, so I, I diverse. I digress, excuse me. And But, anyway, so what's really cool, what I have noticed, like, in my sobriety, but, you know, especially around this organization, Alumni in Recovery, that these amazing, magical things happen. It's just like, whoa, God, could you do any better than this? And one of them was you coming into my life because, Kathy, you read an article and you called me. You called me. And and so I get this phone message and I, I call you back and I, gosh, it just was like, oh my gosh, you like live four towns away from me. You're sober like 30 years and we've never met. How did this happen? Yeah. And, and Crazy. right. Mm-hmm. I know. And yeah. And so Kathy's like, I really want to get involved. I really want to, you know, get, be part of what you're doing. I really like what you're doing in alumni and recovery. I think it's so important. And this is where I think our show is really going to probably start is that you're bringing the message to kids in schools and what happened with me and and what I found out what happened with Kathy because we similarly we had like upbringings where we fell into this like I fell into this yeah. around 13 and mm-hmm. and I it just took off and it, yeah and I, I you know I thought it was all mm-hmm. fun I was having a good time you know and, and you know meanwhile you know my family has so much alcoholism running through it and and but but what was so nobody like there was nobody to really like point the way out of it you know nobody mm-hmm. to give me any signs that you know there's a different way and yeah. um so so i created this you know where young people in recovery go into schools addiction because they're the best ones to talk to kids but but that's what Kathy was like, you know, pull, you know, that's what she was drawn to. Okay, Kathy, your turn. Yeah. That, yeah, no, very true. That's exactly what pulled me to it. And that is, I speak of it often because I think that, um, you know, I don't know what the end result would be had somebody spoke in front of me as a teenager. But I think that, you know, the story begins with a lot of kids that, and you know what, and I, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but for myself and, um, you know, when you're in that uh-huh. influx of like from eighth grade to high school and you just don't fit and you don't know where you belong and, you know, there, back in our days it was, you know, people that played sports and then there was really smart people uh-huh. and then there was burnouts, I guess, is what we called them. And, um, and I think that if you didn't fit and because you're looking always to, for a sense of belonging, I, I'm a firm believer in, in we're human people who want to belong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the group right. that I gravitated towards because I was physically not an athlete. And uh, mm-hmm. although I find myself to be semi, you know, intelligent, I wasn't really into school like that. Um, so when I saw your um, the newspaper article, I thought to myself, oh, my God, this is it. This is exactly what we need. We need somebody to go speak to young people, let them know that this was a journey they took and these kids didn't have to. That it, we, you know what it was? 
it's that we all feel this way and we don't speak of it. That's what I think right. was what drew me to alumni recovery because these young people speak to young people from their heart, like from, like from their experience, their strength and their mm-hmm. hope that says, Oh my God, I felt so shitty about myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I could say that word. Um, I don't know. And, I, I, yeah. I mean, it might happen. We'll have to, we'll have to ask. Okay. <laughs> For a lot of swear. We're, we're, we're people, so we occasionally swear. Uh, as long I'll, as I'll the, get at the episode isn't devoted <laughs> to swearing, you're fine. That's okay. We're pretty, we, we, we try to keep it tame. We do. <laughs> yeah, we do. But so I think that, again, you know, going back to how it started for me, that's exactly why I came in. And I thought this is the avenue that um, that's going to bring enlightenment to young people and young people need that. They just need it. It's just, it's, it's an, it's so important. Oh my goodness. I, I, I can't agree with you more. And, and, and again, you know, so Kathy and I, you know, we've had years in all like our kids only know us sober, like both Kathy and me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, um, that's not like a standard. I mean, it's like different ways that people find sobriety at different stages in their lives and stuff like that. But Kathy and I both, you know, raised our kids and they both always knew that we were sober women. Right, Kath? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. I mean, so that was like a common, common bond there, but you know, like, you know, I go to 12 step recovery meetings and, um, and, and you know, and I, I, I just was, surprised that I had never met Kathy, you know, because Kathy like came from, you lived in New York state for a while. Yeah. And, mm-hmm, uh, but, but the mm-hmm. point being is that I was just so, I mean, I was listening to Kathy and, um, you know, I love and, and Hercules would, and I'm going to draw Hercules, would know the word enthusiasm. You know, the enthusiasm is a, is a Greek word, right? Hercules. Right. Yes. Hercules. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> It means possessed okay. by a god. It's my it's my favorite thing to see when someone's enthusiastic. Ooh. When they're shining with enthusiasm, you know that there's something more than human about uh, what's going on. Right. It's like what's the the root word to enthusiasm? It's like Theo or something like that. Yeah, Theos is uh, means a, a god or a divinity or a deity. Right. Wow. So anyway. So the enthusiasm that I have when I'm around Kathy is it's just like God's presence is all over this. And I'm not just yeah. saying Kathy and me, you know, it's all over, you know, like, I mean, but definitely the, the connection I have with Kathy and the connection I have with Kathy, which is, you know, again, we can identify in a lot of different factors. You know, we have, I think we have some similarities in our childhood. We both have a, mm-hmm. um, a passion for being able to talk to kids in high school, in the middle school, because we realized we wish we had that. That was like a real common bond. We both are in mm-hmm. long-term sobriety and, um, you know, our kids are grown and we, we both have this like, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to, but, but I, I have this real sense that I must remain optimistic. I must focus on what's mm-hmm. good in my life. And I'm not saying that I'm ignoring what's bad. I'm just saying that, you know, that, that I'm aware of what's going on in my life at this point in my sobriety, because I've done the, you know, the inner house cleaning, you know, understanding what makes me up, but to have on the ride with a friend that understands that same principle, you know, of enjoying life and, and sharing the enthusiasm for, Mm -hmm. but, but especially over, um, over a purpose. Because alumni in recovery, you know, it's not about me. It's not about me and my ego or any of that. It's about this higher calling that I really believe that people like you and me, Kathy, are, um, you know, we're, we're uniquely equipped to do. You know, we are uniquely right. equipped to be able to carry this message to people mm-hmm. that, you know, and bring it public, you know, to reach yeah. people where they're at. You know, not everybody's addicted, not everybody's becoming an alcoholic, not, but, but there's, but, but almost everybody, well, you know, I'd say about 80% of our, our area here has been affected. You know, it, yeah. it might, you know, I, mm-hmm. I would be safe to say that. 
because of all the deaths due to opioid addiction right now. Mm-hmm. And um, not just opioid addiction, but alcoholism too. And alcoholism could make, cause, wreaks havoc in people's lives. And, and Kathy and I, I mean, I can say that for myself, my growing up in my family, oh my goodness, yeah. it was such a secret. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I couldn't talk to anybody about it. I was very shame-based, you know. Um, you know, it wasn't like, we wasn't like we admitted there was a problem all around the house. You know, it was just there was there was a lot of chaos due to um, yeah. intoxication, and um, you know, and that was just something that went from generation to generation. But my mom was really in bad shape, and um, and you know, and my and my father, you know, had and his wife, you know, they had their own stuff with with alcohol too. So, so basically. I guess um, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, having grown up in a situation like that, I'm not afraid to go out and talk about it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and having, you know, and becoming sober, I can actually share my experience, strength, and hope with the world. So, anyways, back right. to alumni and recovery. That's what we mm-hmm. created. We created this vehicle for young people in recovery, like we said, to speak in schools. And then we drew in the parent program members who are parents that have lost their kids to addiction. And let's give them a chance to, you know, be of service. Let's give them a a platform all their own. I mean, we can invite in other parents, like parents that, you know, have children in active addiction. But no, these are parents that uh, it's kind of like they – they have, they they have lost their children, and yeah. and they, if they want to give back, because how courageous, how courageous yeah. to step into that mm-hmm. light, you know, <gasps> I mean that just blows me away. So we have, you know, yeah. so so we have that element, and they're uniquely equipped to be able to, you know, carry a message, and and so anyways, it's just wonderful to be able to share this organization with someone like you, Kathy, that we just volunteer and we want to show up and we want to help people. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that's it. I think that's the key to alumni and recovery too. It's also the kids that are sharing with these schools are also getting fed, right? Because we only keep what we have by giving it away, right? Mm -hmm. So that helps these young people to, especially in times, that, like these that it keeps it helps them to um to stay sober and to to stay focused and um and you know what a better feeling I would think I mean I'm old now but had I been a young sober person being able to speak to young people about avoiding my path um mm-hmm. I would imagine it's extremely satisfying and gratifying mm. and fulfilling because um you know, I've been to the events where I've watched the young people speak at the community-based events, and um, you can see the audience. You know, you watch them. I'm, I'm a people watcher. And when you see their faces and how they're, they're just taken back or just kind of sucked into the stories and blown away, some of them, and then the parents get up, and if a parent says something about the loss of a child, it's just it's mind blowing. It's just really mind blowing, you know? And I think that's the alumni recovery. The reason that it is so powerful is because it's brought to them. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Oh, it's not, it's not a book. It's not something you read. It's not something you, this is like live. We're here. This is it. I'm telling you my story. You're speaking to young people. They're getting it from a young person. There's a peer to peer contact there. Um, there's so many factors in the program yeah. that work it, exactly the way they're supposed to. Do you know what I mean? I sure do. And like just mm-hmm. um, what you're saying about, you know, real live people, it's basically mm-hmm. they're, they're people that are local to us. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're people, they're not somebody that's flying in from another state to, you know, speak and they're not a basketball star. They're, you know, not um, a celebrity. They're not um, somebody that's getting paid, um, and they're right. not um, somebody that's telling you because they learned it. These are pe- this is just because it's their story, and it's so it's there's something just wonderful about the. I love 
the word humility kind of comes to me on this one mm-hmm. because because like you know um hum you know humility if you break up the word you know you got yeah humus you know which is mm-hmm. earth you know but it's not thinking about you know selfless it's thinking about selfless at the time but to put ourselves in service in this way you know mm-hmm. is um you know it's it's not only like like you said it's you know we can't keep it unless we give it away that's you know what we learn in 12 step recovery it's a slogan it's beautiful you know it's true yeah. but but what's yeah. amazing is what we give we receive but what you know but but for the people receive and then you know and them giving it back to us you know mm-hmm. it's because we can see what it's kind of like what I love about it because people that you know, people don't really get to see the face of recovery unless they go into an AA or NA meeting, unless they're in rehab, unless they're, um, in, you know, in yeah. some kind of treatment. Truthfully, truthfully, unless mm-hmm. it's some celebrity out there talking. Um, but so, you know, the, you know, it's quite possible in someone's living room, one day a neighbor might share their story, but that's, it's not the same. I'm sorry, what? Oh, it's not the same on a public level. So, so, I mean, what I have experienced, like by introducing the young, the, the, the young um, recovering people to the schools, the young air members, alumni and recovery members, I mean, and introducing them to the schools, some schools have been hesitant. You know, they're, they're a little wary, you know, they're not sure, like, you know, like, especially like bringing back some of their, I, I remember we brought back um, an alumni one time to one school, and I remember the counselor who's very pro, you know, addiction awareness, right? So she, mm-hmm. I bring back this one um, young man, and she's like, oh, gee, well, you know, I hope, I, I, you know, I hope the kids can kind of relate. I mean, his story is really dark. It's really kind of a nightmare of a story. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> well, I said, but, you know, he's great now. You know, he's doing great. He's in recovery. He's like on the other side of it, you know. So he, he's yeah, able to yeah. share a good perspective around it all. Just, you know, so, but what I'm trying to say is like, so, so you watch these people come in to, to share their stories, especially if they come from the school and, there's so much healing going on. First of all, it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like people are opening their eyes for the first time, you know, to, to like getting mm-hmm. like a sense of understanding what addiction is because their only idea of addiction is somebody in active addiction, you know? So they and it kind of humanizes it a little bit too, don't you think? It kind of makes Absolutely. it a more identifiable thing, right? Because it's, the peer-to-peer really takes care of that. This is a young person, you know what I mean? So they can identify a lot more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, go kids. ahead. I mean, the kids are like, mm-hmm. no, I mean, so you've got the kids, and then yeah. you've got the, 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 let's just say the staff right now, you know, and sometimes the mm-hmm. police officers are there, you know, mm-hmm. and it just like, it just, it's like so refreshing for them. It's almost kind of like they're breathing for the first time, and they're happy to see these people doing so well. You know, and mm-hmm. that they're actually coming back to speak to the kids and tell and share something. And then, like you said, watching the kids, they, you know, sometimes, you know, not uh, like about 80% of the kids are like glued to this. You know, yeah. they really want to hear what they, they're, they're really attentive. And, you know, and the staff takes recognition of this and they realize how, how um, valuable this is, you know, because mm-hmm. they're, they're really taking it in. Agreed. I totally agree with that. And I mean, I've, and even seeing them ask questions when they're done speaking is, um, you know, that's when you know they're really listening. You know, they're, they're asking questions of these young people. And um, I, I, I don't know. I think it's mind-blowing. It really is. Well, it is. And, and this is like, you know, what I have discovered in, um, you know, 12-step recovery meetings that, you know, there's this, this wonderful power that takes place when somebody shares their story. You know, there's this, you know, that, that people can all like kind of just kind of come together and unite around this, this commonality, you know. And that now, like, so, so when the kids are like engaged in listening, you know, that's fantastic. But like you said, when they're actually able to ask a question of somebody that's 
been there and, you know, is approachable and, like, dressed clean, <laughs> normal-looking, looks like me, only maybe a couple of years older type of factor, mm-hmm. it, you right. know, they, they, have a, they have a chance to ask some important questions, right? Yeah, I agree. I think that's, you know, I, I, it's funny because I was thinking a lot about it. Like, I have a young nephew, and, you know, I still have younger members of my family, and um, I was thinking about how hard it must be to be a young person today. Um, and I mean, not that it wasn't mm-hmm. hard for us, but how much harder it is for them. And I, you know, I, I keep, I keep, I kept going back to peer pressure, you know, that, you know, even if you didn't want to, you almost did because you didn't want to be the, you know, that person that didn't join the group, you know, so mm-hmm. to speak. And, um, and I was thinking about how, that's where alumni recovery becomes so valuable in letting these young people know that, you know, taking that path could lead you here and it's not an avenue you might want to take, you know, I don't think people know the outcome. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, we know that, okay, so we're going to, we're going to be in it because we're 16 and we're, we're a little bit naive and stupid, I guess. And we're going to follow the crowd because it's the way to go. But having somebody come in front of you that says, this is the path I took and look where it took me. Right. There's, there's an outcome now. So now they're just not living it, doing it, and not knowing what potentially could happen. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. It not only sense, makes sense, but, but, but at the same time, yeah. no, no, no. But, you know, and then mm-hmm. the other point is, is that, and this is like some of the, the teachers, staff, you know, counselors, um, student assistant counselors, they, that have, mm-hmm. you know, been concerned. It's like, well, gee, you know, uh, you know, what if they make them think that, you know, we went out, we used a lot of drugs, we got really messed up, and now we're okay. And it's right. like, no, that's really not the message that comes out, you know. It's just right. by, you know, and, and our members, you know, the people that go and speak in the schools, you know, really do emphasize that, you know, they've lost a lot of friends and that this is just, they were just, so, you know, they can only do this a day at a time, as do I, mm-hmm. as do you. And, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's a, a piece. That's how we recover. It's, um, I'm re- I recover day by day because each day is a new day. I make that choice now because I understand right. I'm powerless over drugs and alcohol because I don't know where it's going to take me necessarily. And I don't want to find out because, God forbid, I get in the right. car and drive drunk. You know, but it's a daily Mm -hmm. thing and it's not a nail biting, sit on your fist type of thing. It's not being on the wagon. It's not just abstinence. It's truly Mm -hmm. waking up in the morning and and, and applying some beautiful spiritual principles into my life, you know, and having meaningful conversations with people like you at night. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and being able to talk about things like, you know, like openly about, you know, God or is there no God or whatever, you know, just having right. conversations that are meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. And I think that you hit it right on the head when you said that it's just about, you know, the honesty and, the, and the, you know, the pureness of it, because that's what it is. It's really about the, you know, having, I just feel like there's this, um, the alumni and recovery part of it is the young people identifying with a young, I keep going back to it, but I just keep seeing it, you know? And I Mm -hmm. think that's, um, I think you're right. I think that, and I, and, but I will say that the problem I think that, and why we're doing this and why we're on this podcast and why it's so important and why people need to listen is because of the, uh, the stigma behind it. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. a freely talked about topic. It's not something that we easily can bring to the table. People don't like to talk about it. People don't want to talk about it. Um, And um, that makes the kids that are suffering right now a little less fortunate, if that makes sense. Yes. So that's why when alumni comes in. They, that's mm-hmm. where the fortunate part comes in, right? Now we have this. Now this kid can grab one of these members after that alumni. Uh, you know, um, uh, what do they call it again <laughs> when they have it in the gym? Um, Presentations anyway, like so, an assembly. Yeah, an assembly, right. They like, can, yeah, they can. They can grab somebody and say, "Hey, you know what? This is when you know. Oh my God, can I talk to you? Kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Where they're yeah, not going to do, do. With a school nurse because you know that's not what you do. So not really. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, so the stigma, like they don't do that in stigma. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, and you know, you're talking about like how we don't talk about things, and that brings mm-hmm. me back to, and it's so true, and and that brings us even back to, we don't talk about what's going on in our family, um, no. and you know, well, we don't have an outlet for it, or, but but the fact that these these you know young people are accessible. It's not, you know, I mean, right now it's a little tricky. You know, right now, hopefully they can go on Zoom and talk on Zoom. I'm hoping that that'll mm-hmm. actually, you know, actually Shayla, Shayla is the director of our student programs, just scheduled one. She scheduled one for Englewood, which is awesome. Excellent. For Engle- awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Englewood Middle mm-hmm. School. could be the high school, but they, she actually scheduled one. So I'm really happy. It's a Zoom meeting, and I'm really happy to hear that. And um, but 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 the fact that... That somebody's live and in front of you talking about something that seems so taboo, or, or better yet, we don't know how to put language to it. We don't have True. to. But like, okay, but I'm talking even adults right now, not just kids. Oh, you I know, We don't know how it. to Absolutely. put language to it. <laughs> yeah, but, sure. You know, right. I mean, we, you know, it's just uh, like we were saying, like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like when people say that to you, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it's just terrible. Like, and it's no, I'm okay. like we have a I'm disease. Okay, you know? <laughs> but yeah, but but you know we we do, but it's it it is a right. disease, it's a brain disease. But we're in remission. We're like so healthy, we're good. It is, and um, it's just I know they're trying to be nice, but it's like they they clearly don't understand it, you know. And and sure. um, yeah. and that's what's so important to just start getting people to understand. Like here's a good story. God forbid this woman's listening right now. She's she'll, I don't even think she'd remember, but. I'm at the gym one day, right? And uh, yeah. I was trying to encourage women to come to the the um, alumni in recovery parent presentation that was going to take place at the middle school in you know the town, right? And um, yeah. you know, I was like, please ch- tell your friends, come, you know, bring your kids with you. It's an awesome opportunity. There's going to be some really good young people speaking and a parent speaking too. It's, please come. And they're like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. This is so great. We're always telling our kids, like, I'm always telling our kids on the beach, you know, like, you know, when we were at the beach the other day, I went, like, you know, please, you you can't take drugs. You can't take pills and blah, 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 right? She's having this discussion with her kids about how wonderful this is. This is great. This is great. And I was like, okay, well, give me your email, and I'll send you the information. And her email was like – Hot mess drinking mom.com, you know, or something like that. Right. And I'm like, are, mm-hmm. you, are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I like a good drink at gmail.com. And I'm like, that's what you put out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, where's the mindfulness here? You know, drinking is a drug. You know, I, I mean, hello, right. folks. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, even the parents need to understand, you know, what's, what Agreed. a lot more. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they drug. need to be educated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, so, mm-hmm. so back to the stigma. So, um, you know, so when I was a kid and I was, I remember, well, first of all, you, you hit on it. When I was a kid, and I've told Hercules, Hercules before about this too, when I was in middle school, I was so depressed. I was so mm-hmm. depressed. I, you know, um, my poor mom, she just couldn't help herself. She, she just was disconnected from society. She really was. You know, she watched a lot yeah. of TV and stuff like that, but she's isolated in the house. And, and yeah. we had just moved to Massachusetts from Arizona like about a year prior. And her alcoholism was getting bad, you know. Yeah. So she was at home drinking. Um, she was buying stuff out of the Spiegel's catalog, really aging myself, <laughs> but, you know, there's a Sears and Spiegel's catalog, and I wanted certain clothes, you know. I wanted to, like, have clothes like my the kids at school had, you know, because I wanted yes, to fit in. Yes, I remember that. You know, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. and, and, and she she wasn't buying me the right clothes, and I I was horrified because it made me stick out even more, you know, like you said, Agreed. I couldn't do cartwheels. Mm-hmm. I couldn't run fast, you know, I was just not fitting in with the gym kit, the gymnastic, any of it. Um, and I I also think I had like um, attention deficit disorder. I had some kind of learning dis- dis- disability. I, I just couldn't understand what people were saying, 
you know, in school, my, nobody was helping me with my projects, remember? And all these kids would be coming in with these gorgeous, like, you know, um, like mm-hmm. diagrams. Of, like, you know, <laughs> they were perfectly laid out of, you know, what a, a, Cause their parents a tribe them. in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and mine would come uh-huh. in and I'd have like, you know, like two little rolled balls of clay, you know, with a couple of toothpicks <laughs> in it, you know, and these people had gorgeous ones and I just wasn't fitting in is my point. And it was hard. It was hor- hor- yeah. horrible for me and my mm-hmm. grades stunk and everything. So, so, um, yeah, so I just, I just wanted to curl up in a ball and, and go away. I know I was really yeah. depressed and, um, and, and, you know, and so, you know, to, like you said, just um, the only solution for me was, you know, finding a, a group of kids that was, you know, that I didn't know that at the time, but they wanted to be my friend. You know, they, they started to, like, include me, but they were drinking and, mm-hmm. and, and, and doing drugs, you know. But yeah. I wanted to be included, so I just didn't feel that there was any way out. I had yeah. to, like, join in. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and that's just, became kind of a lifestyle and I, I, I started like, you know, accumulating, I was able to fit in more. Isn't that something right. just by drinking yeah. and drugging. Great. But it was mm-hmm. so weird is that, you know, I was so turned off to alcohol because of what it did to my family and seeing how blatantly awful it was and just how horrid they behaved. And, you know, and even the neighbors were kind of eyeballing it all, you know, and just making fate, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just, I, we were such a sore thumb but nobody would yeah. talk to me about anything, anything. Mm-hmm. I had nobody to talk to. Um, no, you know, like there wasn't any adults. There wasn't any counselors. There was nobody, you know. The only right. thing I ever heard was a criticism. That's what all I heard in my mind, you know, that I was going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. That was all I ever heard in my mind. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the stigma being is that I didn't even know how to put the words to what was going on in my house, like, vocally I knew what was going on but I couldn't talk about it I I just didn't I didn't I couldn't I I don't think I even I remember one time like somebody in high school a friend of mine said yeah well your mom's an alcoholic and I was horrified horrified I was like (laughs) my jaw dropped you know and I never said those words you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. and because I never said those words to hear somebody, it, it was just, it's just the fact that we can put some real faces and, you know, real people, you know, talking a language that we only learn when we recover right. allows, allows our whole world to recover right now. I think, I think we're in such, I think we're in such trouble. I mean, because I think that mm-hmm. we're all, and I'm not saying, you know, excuse me, anybody that's listening that, you know, I'm not talking personally to, you know what I mean? I think that in right. general, we um, disassociate ourselves from our own feelings by throwing ourselves into so many activities. First of all, we have to stay busy, 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 or we're looking at some horrifying things on TV that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, there's no solution. We're, you know, going down the tubes and, you know, we're never going to come out of this, you know, type of stuff. When in reality, in reality, you know, we have a way to come together to be of service and help and compassion to each other. Right. And something that's mm-hmm. like a common denominator because we all know somebody has been affected and we want to help our kids. A new generation where we don't have to face these, we don't have to... Hopefully, hopefully they, we won't lose as many people as we've been losing. Right, Kath? I agree. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think that um, I think we're getting better I, as a people. I think that um, just being a part of this alumni and recovery and being a part of your life and uh, the Black Poster Project and um, yeah, you want to you know, talk about to that, see, Kathy? What's that about? Oh, Can you tell, talk about I that mean, in a minute? Just, so, yeah, we do, because the Black Poster Project is amazing. It's something uh, this woman, Dee Dillon, started this uh, Black Poster Project, and she puts pictures up of all these young people that have um, have passed away from opioid uh, overdose. I think really even overdoses, right, doesn't have to necessarily be opiates. No, but, uh, no, they there was somebody... Um, there was just somebody in the Black Poster Project last night that mm-hmm. just, he died of cirrhosis. 
He was young. Wow. To really wow. deliver mm-hmm. yeah. from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But go on. Go on, yeah. But I think the, the key to um, what Dee is doing is she is bringing, you know what, there's something so powerful about walking around those posters. And I know Hercules is listening, and I know that when we met up in Tenafly, he too said the same thing. You don't know the power this has until you've actually experienced one of the events. And I really, anyone listening, you know, there's only, I think there's, what, two more left, three more left? Um, there's three more left. Attend. There's only one more. Three more left. Yeah, there's only one more mm-hmm. outdoor one tomorrow. Okay, okay. And that's the yeah. one that's in Northvale? Correct, right. from 2 to 4 at yeah. Hogan Field in Northvale, New Jersey, Northville. for whoever's okay. listening. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's so worth it. 226 um, posters she has now. It's unbelievable. Wow. It's unbelievable when I tell you. I can't explain to you. It's, um, it's a spiritual journey. You're there and you feel it. You feel the spirits of these young people. You really, really do. And I think what's important about this, though, is that detaking these young people on the road has brought such I, – I, I don't know. I'm amazed every time I'm at one that somebody else walks up to either you or Dee or even seeing things on the, on the Internet now, on the uh, Facebook that they've created, that please add my son, please add my daughter. Right. Um, Right. You know, so people are people are talking. People are so grateful to have an avenue to honor their exactly. child and their lives that they've lived. They've lived a life. They're valuable people. They just had an addiction, and mm-hmm. we can't shame these young people. We can't keep doing this. We have to bring this to light. They have to have this voice. They have to go out and do this, and powerful. That um, I I tell anybody, please go and see this project and see what Dee is doing. Um, she calls them her children. She is is very meticulous and particular about how the children are taken out, and how they're put back, and we don't do anything if there's yeah how they're place. arranged. Nobody's getting wet. Mm-hmm. They're arranged in an order. They are. Um, this has become something that I guess is really, you know. I guess for Dee, it's a, a piece of, of, of her give back for her son, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I just think it's a it's an amazing thing. And that has just been such a wonderful part of alumni and recovery, like that shoot-off piece from the parent yes. group that, um, yes. it, you know, you didn't even see coming. It just, just went and it's taken off a life, you know, a life of its own. Oh my goodness, yeah, you know, and 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 you were touching upon uh, just um, what's like. You know what's interesting? It's like that. You know, in alumni and recovery, we speak about addiction. That's what we do. We speak openly about addiction, right? The um, the, the the parent members, the family members, the um, and then of course the the recovering members, right? But mm-hmm. but what Dee does with the Black Poster Project, and she brings it to all, well, all of our community-based events. I don't know what she's going to do in the future once we come out of COVID, because during COVID, when she started doing this on the road for um, August and September and a little into October, she has, you know, over, she's doubled the size of the Black I Poster know. Project. So so I don't know how she's going to like, you know, do it going forward in the community based events because there won't be enough room for them all. Right. But, true. You know, so she'll just bring us she'll just bring a select few. I'm sure, you know, that will still create a powerful display because it always has done that at our community based events. But and, and so dear, dear, she's so devoted and committed to it. It's not like a labor to her. She just does it. She does it so willingly. But so. Do you know about Tuesday night, Kathy? I think you do. And I'll I tell do. Hercules and I'll tell oh, all I will the be listeners. there in Fairlawn. Yeah. Oh, good. In Fairlawn, mm-hmm. there's going to they're, they're, they set it up in the church, so it's going to be at the Van Riper Baptist Church in Fairlawn. For anybody that's listening, the Van Riper Baptist Church. From 7 to 9, and unfortunately, it's the first night of the debate, but please just watch the debate after, you know, just make a point of coming out to see this. But there are this day, Dee uh, and Cheryl, you know, the two of them, because Cheryl helps Dee, but what's really neat is that they really, really wanted to, Dee's like, I really want to get, you know, Carol Morris, 
from Massachusetts to come. And um, I want people to come out and meet her and pay attention to her. This woman lost five children to an opiate overdose. Five children. And Dee takes such care in presenting them, you know, just right. You know, she just likes how she presents them. She always puts them in a special place, and it's very important to her. Well, anyways, the, the mother and the father are coming um, and you know, she's, she lost five children. So, so, but I think it's just so honorable that D is like, we need to get people there to meet her. She never got the, because she wrote this letter that um, this letter that to all the pharmaceutical, after her fifth child died, she wrote this letter to the pharmaceutical companies saying about the, you know, opioids killed my children. And, you know, like she, she wrote to them. She wrote to pharmacies. She wrote to all these different places to um, tell them, like, you know, what has, this has happened. And nobody got back to her, not one. And, and, and because of that, Dee really wants people to be able to give her the acknowledgement that this woman deserves well, you right. know, I shouldn't say this, but you know, but what's, it's like, it's just so, it's such an atrocity. It's such an atrocity yeah. because, mm-hmm. because there, this is not a thing of choice. It's choice on the very, the very first time because right. you're making a choice then. But, but if you truly mm-hmm. have an addictive personality, that right. choice turns into another choice and another choice. And then you start oh, getting the, the blurry. Sure. Absolutely. It's, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. blurriness. There's like no, you know, mm-hmm. it's too blurry. The line's blurry. We don't know where the choice is. And then all this next thing you know, if you're, especially with opiates, you're addicted. You know, you are so yeah. physically addicted. You have to just take opiates to feel norm, feel functional. Because if yeah. you don't take it, you get sick. So it's just that kind of cycle. And it's so sad, but that's what happens to, with um, opiate addiction. And, uh, but Okay. I'm sorry, I digress again, but my point being was that we speak openly about addiction. What Dee has done with the Black Poster Project, she has given the voice to those lost to speak about addiction. That's so powerful. It is. Mm. It really, really is. This collective voice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to see it because they all have those like little cards over their um, posters with something written about them or some, you know, something she asked her parents, the parents, you know, the families to write something, you know, and it's uh, very meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then what's interesting is that there, there's always some kind of spiritual connection that happens at these events, you know, like somebody sees somebody, I tend, I happens to me, I have, my, my, my nephew is a poster and I've had this person come out of nowhere to say that um, he knew my, my nephew and, and then it's somebody else that says that they knew a, a poster just by having walked through the, the, you know, the poster project and, mm-hmm. There's, I can't explain it. It's like divine intervention. There's something I, bigger it is. than it, us. Yes, you it, know, there's something, something way bigger, bigger. than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and I mean, so that's and that happens. I feel it like just in all the little circles of what we do with with our organization, yeah. and I really do believe that good breeds good. And Agreed. I don't think. Yeah, and I mean, I remember a long time ago when I first started, I was like, all right, you know, this is a, it seems a good idea. <laughs> We're going to give this a whirl because we have guidelines. We're going to have guidelines so schools can know how to, you know, that they can rely on these speakers. You know, these speakers will follow, like, like they'll stay within the realms of these guidelines. So Which is really important get... to talk about. That's really important to talk about too, Nan, because that mm-hmm. is, they don't willy-nilly. They don't. It, this isn't like a share your story in an open speaker meeting in AA, you know, they do have guidelines and they really do respect that. And they don't, you know what I mean? And that's an important thing to mention, you know? Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I mean, because, 
I mean, the, the guidelines, when I first made them up, as a nurse, I thought, you know, I just realized that, you know, we, we need, like, almost kind of like protocols to follow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I was like, well, you know, schools are going to want to see, like, what are they going to talk about, you know. I mean, if we're just bringing in people and, and, and we bring, you know, we have to, everybody's kind of has to stay. There's got to be some uniformity to it, you know, that right. so it's clear and concise. That it's a mm-hmm. consistent uh, reliability factor for schools because you know we're going into schools for crying out loud. This is Amen. not a, you know mm-hmm. it's not an AANA mm-hmm. meeting. This is an institution right. that we're invited to. You know. Yes. And so so you know and 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 but at the same time, Kath, right? Like the parents have the guidelines too. Like everybody has guidelines because and you know like things in the guidelines like you know you got to like. You got to just, you do have to stay on topic and like, you don't want to like draw in anybody's name unless it's in a positive light, you know, that you don't want to start bringing in old baggage, you know, that, that you haven't worked out, you know, it's not a therapy session. You're there for an informative (laughs) educational discussion, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's clear. You know, you can't be like, you know, getting all emotional on just, oh, my gosh, you know, I just realized I got to do a four step on that. No, I should need to go make it. You know, you really got <laughs> to be clear on your message, you know, and, and that's so that's just so important because you mm-hmm. only have like a 15, 15 to 20 minute space to like to tell somebody something. So, you know, make it make it worthwhile, you know, and so so but. Gee, Kath, what were we saying? So, yeah, and plus, if we if it grows into different towns, right, or different communities, people have to have this so they they can. It's with a brand, you know. This is like a, this is this is something that can grow into other states, you know, because yeah. we've already invented mm-hmm. it. You know, it's yeah. like over time mm-hmm. we've invented it. You know, so let's talk about the word grassroots for a minute, can we? I was yes, like, oh, we were. We were, yeah, yeah, we were going to, Absolutely. Okay, how are we doing here, Hercules? You're doing awesome. I'm, I'm very impressed. You guys jumped into it, and you're triumphing, and uh, you're <laughs> finding your voice, and uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm really impressed, and uh, we're nearing the end of today's journey. We have like eight minutes left, and uh, leave <gasps> some time to uh, um, give your contact information and to repeat all the events that are going on. So you got okay. maybe like three minutes? Okay. 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 Well, this okay. Is three minutes. Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say grassroots. Okay. This is a grassroots movement. And what I like about grassroots mm-hmm. is we're trying to get to the root of the matter here. You know, we're not trying to put a Band-Aid on anything. We want to get to a root issue that's affected yeah. everybody to some degree that we all need to take part in. We all need to unite in this so we can heal our world, that we can, we can create an, a better county uh, better counties and uh, eradicate the epidemic wouldn't that be something we can do it i really believe it i do too yeah it, Cal, it's all about educating event? and spreading it our upcoming event it is, is uh, saturday yeah. tomorrow tomorrow we're northvale okay do we have the black poster project right um, we have the black northvale. poster project tomorrow yeah and then we have Either a four. recovery day on sunday yeah, recovery day. This is a big one. Now, oh my gosh, is, we have to take a minute to talk. Yes, please go ahead, about say it, Nancy. it. Say it, Cass. No, you say it. no, Cass. This is going to be the <laughs> okay. coolest event there is. I'm telling everybody far and wide, come to Tolman State Park to the pool area, and we are having a recovery day. It is going to be mm-hmm. people just sharing. It's on alumni and recovery members sharing. What a great mm-hmm. way to get to know these young people. And yeah. see what we're all about, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it, it, mm-hmm. it's it's a free event. We will have merchandise two there. Two to four. No, no. What time is to, it? No, <laughs> it's three thirty. It's three thirty to seven p.m. Whoops. Right. Three thirty seven p.m. Free event. Free food. There'll be raffles. There's going to be like I like Kathy said, like five speakers. Beautiful views of the Hudson. Tallman oh, Pool Club. Yeah, and you have to it's wear a mask, be great. and we're social distancing, of course. We're still, mm-hmm. you know, of course, conscious of, of COVID and what we are the guidelines of what we're to follow. So we are definitely respecting that, of course. 
and uh, it's going to be amazing. 80-degree day Resources, 80-degree day. What? And, and yes. yeah, there'll be lots of treatment resources there from both Rockland County mm-hmm. and Bergen County. And, yeah, so this yep. is it, guys. This is a great opportunity to just come out. And, and if you're interested in what this is all about, what recovery is all about, you know, it's, it's just going to be nice. And these stories yep. are very meaningful. So, okay, contact info. First of all, we our website is www.alumniinrecovery.org. And all, all of our information is on our website, alumniinrecovery.org. You can also get in touch with us at info at alumniinrecovery.org. Um, you can, you know, just please reach out. You know, this is, um, we've got lots of, we have a few things going on, mostly black poster projects, events, but we do have, um, you know, and that will be listed, but we do have recovery day and that's going to be awesome. Please come 3.30 Absolutely. to 7 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Please feel free to share this uh, information on my timeline and in the Tenify Mayor's Wellness Campaign. Your friends of the Tenify Mayor's Wellness uh, Campaign as right. an organization, and I consider you uh, uh, as uh, friends uh, uh, beyond that. So please feel free to share these on uh, my timeline. You're doing awesome things okay. for the world. And, Thank you. Uh, they deserve to be shared. Thank you. Thank you. I will. So I'll much, share them Hercules. on the timeline and um, the, the mayor's Thank wellness. Thank you. And uh, you guys okay. did awesome. This was an amazing uh, first uh, show. Uh, and we have three minutes. Uh, so are there any last words you'd like uh, people to ponder um, as yeah. we close tonight? Yeah. Sure. You know, whoever's listening, I think that if you're listening and if you are in recovery from drug and alcohol addiction and um, you basically kind of never, if you want to get involved, you know, you can get involved. You don't have to be young. You can still get involved. Um, Again, uh, you know, reach out on our website, which is alumniandrecovery.org, you know, or info at alumniandrecovery.org. If you're in the community and you just feel that this is something that you want to do, get involved. And mm-hmm. if you are a parent or a family member that has lost a loved one to addiction death, get involved. We're here. Mm-hmm. There's camaraderie mm-hmm. around it. There's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. There's purpose. Right, Kath? Absolutely. And if you're somebody that's thinking that maybe you need help, maybe you need help. Maybe you're feeling that there's, you know, maybe there's you do too much of one thing or just come to Recovery Day. There'll be so many resources mm-hmm. at this event. There'll be so many sober people that will love you till you love yourself, that will help you, that will mm-hmm. get you to at least an avenue that can give you the hope and the help you need. So please just remember that, you know, sobriety is amazing. It's a gift. It's amazing. Um, and the life you can live is beyond words. It's beyond. It is. It's so, it is so, so much freedom in my life. I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. And I'm so grateful I have like a friend like you, Kathy. Enthusiasm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you All go, right. Hercules. <laughs> That's a powerful place uh, to close for tonight. Thank you so very much. I'm looking forward to your next show. I'm going to try to make it uh, this weekend. Um, And thanks to all who joined us from home. Alumni in Recovery is an awesome organization, and I suggest you explore uh, everything that it's doing and everything that it has to offer. Uh, Until next time, this is us wishing you joyous journeys and amazing adventures. (laughs) 